When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, so a lot of women. <laughs> a lot of women. Do we have a body count? Oh my god! Do you not expose this here? What the body count? The body count. Um, I mean, is it in the hundreds? <laughs> oh god! Mum, is it over fifty? Uh, under one hundred and fifty? Uh, you don't have to answer. I think, no. I think about you know nine, maybe nine or ten. <laughs> see that. A nine. Nine or ten. You know, like a week. <laughs> no, I, I was, you lived with me. I wasn't that, was I that bad? Like, I remember going out and being recognised, like, this is epic. <laughs> this is epic. I love the fact you're just opening No, but it's true. And uh, who, anyone who says differently are liars. Yeah. We all get a buzz of when someone goes, oh, can I get a picture? Yeah. Oh, sure. Come here. Like, because you, you're, you're part of a world that not a lot of people are. And it's in the beginning, not now, but back then I was very much living and loving it. And I loved being that Lothario and player. And people say, you're a fuckboy. I'm like, yeah, so what? This is Emily Blackwell's Mother Half, a podcast Emily's making with her mum, Rachel Blackwell. Rachel and Emily talk about anything and everything, and you get to meet the real Emily Blackwell. Because, you know, you can only be yourself when your mum's around. Hello, guys. Welcome back to Mother Half Podcast. This is episode 10 our last one hopefully not forever mum's slow rise to fame is still extremely slow but we are in fact one step closer because she did walk down the red carpet at the ntas can you believe it but i have a little secret so we get to ruby's house and we're getting ready and there's the tickets and i went there's there's only one red carpet pass oh oh yeah oh yeah you might have to go around the back I mean, you can't do that to me. I've put it all over my Facebook. And anyway, I got really upset. I nearly cried, but there was people there. And so we, we emailed, we rang, emailed Fran and said... I said, Fran, mum's become a diva. We're going to have to get a red carpet pass. I was looking like a Greek goddess, ready to meet and mingle. But you totally brought my vibe down. I love you dearly. But people, the photographers at this point, they were looking at... Because she wouldn't leave me to get a photograph on my own. They were kind of a bit like, oh, I'm not sure we want photos with both of you. I did tell Mark that. I said I completely ruined the red carpet for her. Because they're going, Emily, Emily, oh, lovely, thank you. Bye. Then, like one photo. <laughs> and then for the so, next celebrity. Yeah. Well, we'll get there, sweetie, darling. But, you know, it, we've got to throw you in at the deep end here. It's the exactly. only way. Anyway, to wrap up that story, I didn't have a red carpet pass. Fran said she had emailed them. But if you could see the amount of security there is to get down the red carpet and um, in the end I went to him I haven't got one but they've emailed and I've really behaved like a bit of a child and he went go on then love go on you're right sweetheart we basically yeah. sneaked her on we, we sneaked I didn't have a pass I couldn't I was like oh, hair makeup you, you met Sam and Pete I did meet Sam and Pete and Sam Thompson Pfft, he wait till series two I should be coming for you you might be taking their job on the red carpet next time you never know. I could do it. I'd do it better than them as well. Not Pete. Pete, you're great. Sam. Boo. 
bad boy. Smack your bum next time I see you. I will. I don't want to keep talking to the camera today. Yeah, you're literally staring at its soul. <laughs> really weird. It's like she's. This is her last moment. She's like trying to get eye contact with everyone. Please. We did. We did get to number two in popular and parenting. That's we've done very well. We've done brilliantly. I'm proud. I'm oh, very proud. Really proud. Super proud. I think I've been brilliant. I'm not going to lie, people have been like to me, your mum's star of the show. I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> maybe maybe this was a bad idea. No, You this, are funny. I'll I, give it to you. I am funny. Yeah, I don't am. admit it, but just... No, no, really don't. What you have to do when someone gives really? you a comp compliment, yeah. you don't, like, say, yeah, I know. You, sit, you say thank you. Thank you. I am funny, though, aren't I? Anyway, right. We've got a special guest for you guys today. Oh, he's and a nutty boy. Oh, she keeps doing this weird thing. She keeps saying he's a lolly boy to everyone. She did it last week. Anyway, should we? you introduce our guest. Oh, Go on. can I introduce to you another perfect human being, aesthetically pleasing on every level? <laughs> it's Miles Nazaire. <laughs> Miles is in the house. <laughs> she likes that. Sorry, Miles, I apologise in advance. All good, all good. I mean, you've met plenty of times before, mm. so you know what? what kind of ruckus she causes. I'm loving this energy. I are really you? do, yeah. yeah. I love this. This is nice. This is sweet. Oh. I mean, you are more, like, famous, I feel like, in this dynamic right now. <laughs> wow! Oh. Oh. Could you want? Oh, I got free soup. I got free soup. They emailed me. Oh, I can't remember the name. Nourish. That's not good. Is it Nourish? I think it might be. Nourish, thank you for my free soups. <laughs> you, have you No. Yeah, have you done, have you done a post? Have you, like, done a story? No. No, they're not paying me. They're just giving me freebies. Yeah, but... But you still have to post stories. Do I? Yeah. That's how you get more work. I'm all over it. I haven't got it yet. No, okay, okay. So when you get the I soup, get your little story. Should I do it like my Hello Fresh one? Oh. Hello Fresh. <laughs> God, you're just putting yourself actually like. I'm nourishing myself. <laughs> God. That's really weird. I think my energy levels are a bit high today. <laughs> <laughs> How many coffees have you had? None, decaf. But you say that every week she's like this. Yeah, true that, true that. What? True that, true that. Oh, that's really bad, isn't it? Is that bad? I don't know what you're saying to do an accent. <laughs> like you're in the ghetto. Yeah, I know. True that. From the streets, true that, true that, true that. I'm Jenny from happened? the block. Rachie from the council. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Here we bloody go. But yeah, I mean, Mum and Miles have known each other. Probably five. Yeah. No, I think it's more than that. Is it? Yeah it's, yeah, it's more. I think it's about six, seven. What? Well, since, well, Mar since we Mar moved in together. Yeah, we yeah. lived together, so mum would pop round. Mm. Well, I'd pop round and walk in and Miles would be in his boxer shorts, <laughs> laying on the couch, fit as a butcher's dog, <laughs> watching another episode of Friends. And Yeah, mum did whisper yeah. away, Emily, I, I, I don't know where I, where do I look? <laughs> I was like, in, in his eyes. In I the eyes. I wasn't always naked. <laughs> uh, Miles, you used to come out of the room and you'd have your boxes on. You'd be laying watching Friends. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, Not much has changed, to be fair. And it's, I did think, it's funny, she's coming around every day. <laughs> and I yeah. thought, how bizarre. I was a crescent back then. Oh, my God. I, I, yeah, I was not. Weren't we all? Oh, my God, yeah. I was like a party animal. It was... Um... No, you were only for a half of it. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. Together. We lived together. Two yeah, years. Two years. One, actually not even, I think a year and a half, and then you moved out. Yeah. And for the first bit, for the first sort of six months, you were like just a young boy living in London who was, you know, does TV <laughs> and gets a shitload of attention. And I think you were just living it up. You were partying loads. Yeah. Festering in the room loads. And then for the other <laughs> six months, you had this like awakening. Yeah, I had like and a... And became some like 
Greek god, muscle mania, chicken eating, protein boy. <laughs> yeah, it was a party. Miles is gone. He's he's out of here. I don't yeah, go out been, anymore. It's been gone for quite a while. Yeah. I watch your Instagrams. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> I don't do those anymore. Down the street. <laughs> it used to be a good morning. A good morning. And then he would also be in his boxes and slowly, slowly show the package. Go sh- <laughs> a quick whoop. Hello, good morning. That was my technique. People miss that. I should bring that back. That's how you got 300,000 followers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not because of me and Chelsea, because of the package. <laughs> the package sells. The package sells. It does. If only I had... Mum's blushing. Yeah, we can't talk about it around Can't her. talk about Miles' packages. I'm a 52-year-old. I do remember when... Uh, Perimenopausal, oh, urging alcoholic. <laughs> no packages on my watch. Only the freebies that you get. From yeah, yes. the free suits. Yes. They're the only packages Soup. you need. Nourish. It's better than nothing. I've completely changed my life as well. Yeah. Miles can do this thing, and maybe you should coach Miles. Oh, yeah. He can do this thing where he literally doesn't drink. For, you, when was the last time you had an alcoholic beverage? Three months ago. How come? Three months. Um... This reason why is probably because I'm really busy with work and I can't afford to be hungover when I'm working with different oh. people, meetings, things, and I just can't That's be in that brilliant. headspace. Good so if I'm not like that, I just don't drink. Mars is very all or nothing. Feast or yeah. famine. With yeah. drinking and going out. You either yeah. go out and you like have a, re- like you get drunk. Oh yeah. Or you just don't drink. Yeah. It's no like having one glass. I can't. What's the point? Uh, that's the thing. I don't, the, the only thing, the, uh, the one thing I do like is wine. I love, I'm French. You love a red. I love a red wine, right? So if I have like a saint Emilion, I'm happy. You love the accent. saint Emilion. Right, so we've got some questions we're going to ask you, or we'll just be here for 1,200 years chatting shit. So okay. we've kind of made a little bit of a list just to, you know, keep us on track. Obviously, we're filming the new series of Main Chelsea. We're not going to dive too much into NYC. People like a little taste of that. Yeah. We've talked about it so much. What do you think of the new one? What can people expect? It's, it's coming out very soon. It's a slow burner, this one. Like Sold it really well. <laughs> it's a slow burner. I will be tuning in. Yeah. Can't wait. It's a slow burner, but it's like... I think because of Corsica, it was so hectic and we all came back to London. We were like, wow, we need a break from each other. <laughs> so I think that's why when I see Slow Burner, there's, things happen in the first few episodes, but it's just very much, let's give each other space. And then it goes straight back into it and it gets really hectic. More tears. I can, you can only imagine from who. You know, there's a, we've got a, a big crybaby on the show. He's my best friend. I love him to bits, but... Oh, little temptation. Little, little temptation. He's coming across so well. He's I love him. I, he just seems so real. And mm. I, I, I'm talking as if I don't know him. He's one of my mates. But watching him, I'm like, I could... People can really relate to him. He's yeah. just... He's not your classic Chelsea boy. No. I think he's quite rational and, like, thinks about things in a very black and white way. Yeah. Like, he's I, like I a like male it. version of you. I haven't shedded a tear in no, that's no, probably about five say. years, which is really bizarre. And actually, John did say to me the other day, he was like... You haven't cried in how many years? I cut in years. Sober, anyway. I also there. think for the show, you know, it is a reality show. And that is your a real friendship. Mm. And I think when they film... When you actually film with your real friends and you're talking to your actual friends about your problems, it just comes, it's so much better anyway. It's better TV, better everything. So. Well, you're more authentic, right? Yeah. You're, you feel like sometimes I'm, I'll be talking to someone about 
an issue of what's happened or the drama. And it's someone that I like, a friend, but I'm not, I don't feel like I would really tell them, right? So it's like annoying for me. So I was like, okay, I need to actually have a mate here who I would genuinely go to, because off camera, he was involved in everything. So he was parts of all the, all the stories that were happening in the last four or five years. He was always there. So I was like, it's stupid that he's not yeah, getting on the show. The, and how does, doing uh, how does he feel about being on the loves show? Is, is he loving it? <laughs> oh my God, he loves it. He uh, he loves it, but I think Corsica made it very real for him. He was like, oh wow, this is this is intense. Because I think when you start, you can have a lot of fun with it. You're like, okay, this is fun. I'm just going to film with my friends, go out, go traveling. It's a fun time. But when it's directly involved with you, especially when it talks about relationships, and as we both know, it's hell on the show because everyone's opinions on, on it and everyone has a judgment so on what you're doing. And it's hard, and it's sped up. Like you date someone next week you've got to be boyfriend and girlfriend right so i think that really made it real for him and it and as you can see in Corsica, i mean he was really emotional about it and he's someone who wears his heart on the sleeve and and um oh, is yeah. one of the most real ones on the show honestly he I, I think a lot of people think oh you know is it done for tv is it, is it for cameras it's like what honestly not at all and especially when you see temps like he really shows his emotions which i i and i personally think it's great as a man that we're showing that vulnerable side I, I agree on TV, with you. I which thought is really that. good. Yeah, I think I agree. I totally agree. I've, I need to take leave out of his book because, you know. No. I've been on Stone Made in Chelsea woman. seven years or six years and I shed one tear and they couldn't believe it when I when I cried. When was that? Harry Barron? No, it was um, <laughs> when I found out RVG died. Oh my God. And the one tear just rolled. But to be fair, you cried before that scene. Oh. You called me and you were in tears. I was in a bad way. And then when I think that was probably the last time I, I really cried. Yeah, and I think bef when you that went on camera, it. you'd already cried, and you kind of expected the you knew what was coming, so you were kind of prepared. <gasps> oh, somebody at that? the door. Pizza delivery. I wonder who that is. Who? It might be your soup. It'd be your soup <laughs> delivery. This is my the nourishment. Soup. Nourish. Nourish. Nourish is here. Is it nourish? Right, back to Made in Chelsea, you two, the bookends of the show, the oldies. The oldies now. Yeah, oh my God, are we? To be fair, like now I look at the cast, there are, so there's a new person on the show. Well, there's two new people on the show now, which people will soon see. There's a new girl who's like 21 or 22, I think. And then you've got Freddie who's not 20. And you've got this new kid who's 24. Like 20. Yeah. That's when I started. That's when you started. Mm, I know. It's like. I can't believe I'm old now yeah we're old Can't yeah but you're, you're you're the established ones of chelsea so do you like all the old so do you miss the the old gang like the jamies and uh and the do you prefer and the... old or new well, and you emily um i actually prefer new i think it's lovely to reminisce on the old crew and see what they were up to but i think we uh, people always go, oh, the old main jobs is better. It's like we have to evolve. They're also getting older. They're having kids. They're growing up. Like it's different. And now we've got new school, and it's more fun. It's lively, and the generations change. And I think it's more interesting. It's like it's nice to. I think we should move with the time <coughs> and enjoy the newbies. I I think as well with the reality TV, a bit like when Big Brother and Love Island first started. When they're new on the show, it's fresh. They've got no agenda. Yeah. They don't really know what exactly. what. They don't know the game yet. Yeah. And I can, you can see the difference in the older ones. You, oh, okay, you want me to, okay, yeah, swing yeah. in there and pull that out of there yeah, and yeah. get a great scene there. Yeah, I guess you, we, we, you feel it when we film. It's like, obviously, we're authentic and we're talking about whatever the 
the matter is at the time, but you know how to make a scene more interesting. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes we have to be there because the newbies are very shy. And it's, I think yeah. people forget that, you know, it is easier said than done to be so natural in front of cameras. You like to be so flowy and talking about things and Aww. it takes time. Like Freddie still like the other day we filmed a scene and he's like looking right into the camera lens and then he's looking around. And he doesn't know what to talk about. I had to like guide him and it's yeah. the scene will be an extra hour just be trying to help him out. But it's good that there's a mix still of like us and then the newbies. Oh yeah, I think that's key. Also the new people, the young the youngsters, they're the ones that will has all the drama and the, the things happen in their life. You know, they go out, they party, they make mistakes. Yeah. That's what we want to see. Yeah, know? yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's a, I yeah. think you've done enough, darling. You've been through the hedge backwards. I mean <laughs> Thanks. And the thing is though, you're you're not that Lothario. You're a really nice guy. I'm not. <laughs> you're not. That's the whole thing. That's actually really nice. And I think, <laughs> yeah, I actually go, oh not again. Oh no, what really? was it? The um Fuck boy. That's what I get. Oh, boy. Yeah. And the misogynist. Misogynist. Yeah. Not I, true. I got that. And I was just like, where from? What have I said to have that name? And I think a lot of people use that word and they don't actually know the meaning of it. I've never cheated in my whole entire life. I've never, like, it's, I've never done it. So You're a worry boy. Thank you. Um, why have you got the reputation of being a fuck boy and a misogynist? So before going on the show, I was in a three-year relationship and no one ever saw me I wasn't I wasn't on TV I wasn't on social so no one really knew that part of my life and then we ended and then I went on TV and I was 19 when I was with my first girlfriend until I was 22 and then when I was 22 I went on to on a TV show and I didn't have my years of going out really I was a uh, I went out when I was 18 I became a promoter for a year went out like crazy I never went out underage like I know everyone did that when they were younger I never did I was quite a late bloomer to party lifestyle so 18 to 19, I was going out all the time. Then met Maver, fell in love, literally never went out for three years. When I say never went out for three years, like we did not go out, we did like wine nights. I actually was a bit older than me, so I had to grow up a little bit mm. faster. And I realized that I was like, okay, now I, I need to be like more of a mature man, even though I was still a boy. And then when we broke up, it was like, I'm released. I want to go out. I want to. I didn't. I didn't get to experience that uni life, for example, or yeah. the kind of the, dating, the life. dating life. I never dated. And even when I was a promoter, I wasn't even like a. I was 18. I was really young, um, and I I've got quite a young face anyway. So I was. I looked really really young. Um, so I never really experienced it. And I remember feeling the day we broke up. I was like, I feel so relieved. I was couch surfing for two months because she kicked me out of the flat our flat and I, I was so happy. I was like the happiest guy ever. Cause it was like, I had nowhere to stay. I was couch over on my mates, like couches everywhere in London week by week with like this massive rucksack and I didn't care. And then I went on TV, did the show and I was like, this is like my time to have some fun. And I met loads of new people. Emily became one of my closest friends. We moved in together and it was just so exciting mm -hmm. that I just wanted to have fun. And they were like, we're going to film you and your dating life. And I was like, okay, cool. I've never really dated properly. I've had one girlfriend when I was eight, 19. Yeah. So I went from that to the extreme again. And I think that's why people go, oh, he's such a fuckboy. No, I was just, I being, didn't experience it. Yeah, being young. Being yeah. young. And what, was, and what is wrong by dating and having fun? I was never, I never made anyone my girlfriend. I was never, no, never exclusive of anyone. So I think people are like, oh, he's like so bad with girls or he's a fuck boy. It's like, no, I was just having fun. Right. So <laughs> a lot of women. 
A lot of women. Do we have a body count? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Do you not expose this here? What? The body count? The body count. Um, I mean, is it in the hundreds? <laughs> oh, God. Mum, is it over I, 50, under 150? Oh, you don't have to answer. I, no. I think about, you know, nine, maybe nine or ten. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a nine. Nine or ten. You know, like... A week. <laughs> no, I, I was... You lived with me. I wasn't that... Was I that bad? Uh, yeah, yes, he was. You told me. <laughs> no, actually, there's I... another victim in the bedroom next. No, door. there was a funny time where there was. There were a few where I was stuck on the goddamn sofa with them, and I'd be like, <laughs> "Miles would bring home a girl after a date, or they'd been on a night out or something, and I they'd come into the kitchen. I'd be like, oh, would you like a cup of tea? You know, like I'd be like the mum. Would you like a cup of tea? Can I get you anything? Oh no, there was one. That yeah, didn't the one leave. who just wouldn't leave. She didn't. He went out I, and left I me went. with the girl. Yeah, I, I, I said to her, um, "Make yourself at home," but not literally. I was like, "I've got to go to the gym, and I've got like a work thing." You to had do. work thing. Yeah, to do. And, and then, then she just stayed there, and I was like, "I got back at like five p.m." And she was oh still there. I was like, "Oh my god!" I do remember that. Yeah. That was yeah. I mean, you went through stages. You also went through stages where you wouldn't sleep with anyone for a very long time. Yeah, it's the same thing with alcohol thing, isn't it? I just don't know why. I just. Feast or famine. I can just cut it off. Like, I think, again... Now you're different, though. Oh, my God. I don't go Doesn't out. Doesn't everybody change? That's the whole point of growing up. If but you yeah, I'm the getting, same I'm, people at 18... Like, I was... When I was going through that stage, I was 22. Like, yeah. I'm nearly 28 now. That's like, what you should be doing at 22. I'm, He's completely of, Especially in our industry, we say, like, no, I'm not a player. Like, yeah, I was a player. I did. I would never say I wasn't. I went out. I got a lot of attention, and I loved it. Like, I remember going out and being recognised. Like, this is epic. <laughs> I love the fact you're just opening No, but it's true. And uh, who, anyone who says differently are liars. Yeah. We all get a buzz of when someone goes, oh, can I get a picture? Yeah. Oh, sure. Come here. Like, because you, you're, you're part of a world that not a lot of people are. And it's in the beginning, not now, but back then I was very much living and loving it. And I loved being that Lothario and player. And people say, you're a fuckboy. I'm like, yeah, so what? But now I'm getting older. I don't really go out. I do my own thing of businesses and things. Like I look back and say that was a fun time. I don't need to do that anymore. Okay. Some people don't grow up, but I definitely. No, think you've I always have. been quite mature. I had to be, well, especially with Maver. I had to mature very quickly, and then I let loose for a few years, and then went back to being That's an adult. Life. I think everyone does that. Yeah. I actually really want to. I would love to one day invite her to my podcast and just having like a that, Miles and Maver interview. That'd break the internet. <laughs> it be, would. She would do it, but James wouldn't allow her. No. Oh, come on, James. Give us some gold. Ja to be fair, James and I had a bit of, a, uh, of an argument. We haven't had a scene in years or spoken to each other on camera since Mallorca. And we got involved with each other and we had some, a few low blows to each other. Oh, um, I love it. Juicy, juicy. Yeah, is he's... This, is this on the next this series? This is the next series, yeah. It was, it was very weird because it was a, a scene with like old friends that maybe the audience haven't seen because it's kind of new people involved on the show, but it's been old friends over like five, six years. And then all of a sudden we all came together and we had this discussion, well, argument, and um, it got heated. Is it a dinner party? No, no, no. Just, just, just a little drinks at a bar and uh, having a bit of a row. Well, especially myself and James. But I kind of then stopped because I thought, you know what, I just don't want to be involved with with you and, and Maeva, I do not care. And it, to be fair, like the argument wasn't about Maeva at all, but it was obviously Sly Diggs about Maeva. Oh yeah. Came in and not even really with me, more him. He was trying to say a few things and 
even Terence was like, you could have said a lot more. And I went, yeah, but I would destroy him in seconds if I did. Yeah, and, I and, and where does that get you? And where does that get you? And I'd, Waste I'd, of energy. No, thank you. That's for you, and that's for your snidey remarks. In a girl, right? Yeah. I'm intrigued to know, because I always like to, we always talk about red flags for like, what guys' red flags are. What? What's a, what are red flags to you in a woman? Oh, good question, Em. Good. I like that. A red flag. So I'm just doing this for myself, just making sure that I'm not a walking red flag. <laughs> <laughs> a red flag in a girl, I think, for example, like, I don't like girls who assume that you're going to pay for everything. Right. Like, I will always take out a girl. Like, if I ask you out, it's always on me. I will never, like... We'll book a table at seven then, yeah? Yeah, me and there Mom. we go. But yes, what I don't like is, and I think this is how I've been educated with my family and how we've been brought up. Like, if you don't offer, I'm not interested. Mm. Like, I, it's nice to know, like, oh, do you want to spend it? I'll obviously say, no, I'm going to pay. But I like that. It shows that we're both dating each other. It's not just, like, take me out, take me out to nice places, and that's it. And then I'll figure out if you deserve me. This generation of dating, it's very much... It's expected. It's expected. And... Don't get me wrong, like, I think as a man, you have a duty of, you know, courting uh, a woman and taking care of her and, you know, treating. wanting her, treating her right. But I also love the fact, like, I did, I was, this was years ago, I went on a date with this girl, a few dates, actually, and I took her out loads of places, fancy restaurants and all this. And then one day she called me, she's like, oh, um, do you want to go see the cinema? And I was, wanting, I was waiting to see what she was going to do. And I was like, yeah, what film and all of that. She booked everything. We went there. She booked the tickets. And I was like, oh, should I? And she's like, no, no, it's all good. Like, you've been taking me out ages. So, like, I just wanted to take you out for cinema day. nice. She bought the drinks. And I was like, this is nice. Yeah. Like, it's nice to give back as well. Like, mm -hmm. if, especially when you've been dating for a while, if you get that input in and the effort, it is really nice. And a guy will appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Men put a lot, I think, investment-wise in women before it even begins to become a serious relationship or anything. And they lose a lot. Of money, <laughs> it's true. They do. We do, we lose a lot of money. Okay. I used to go to a pub, going and I was single, and because I'm older, there was lots of us still married couples, mm. and they all the you know builders, men that have done very well for themselves, and they would go, "Do you want a drink, babe?" And I go, "Oh yes, please have a white wine." And then every now and then, because I used to bump into them most Sundays, every sort of every other Sunday, I would go to the barmaid. Can you get a round of drinks for them? Mm. And I would pay for one round of drink. I got far more, but that because they would have gone, no, no, sweetheart, you ain't Why doing that. Why are you that. doing that voice? That's how they talk. They sound like they're doing really well. <laughs> they are. They're multi-millionaires, Emily. <laughs> I love it. And they and they used to say that really means a lot. Thank you. It it really does because if a girl is not driven in life, it's like I don't want you just to be wasting at home for me, and then I get back and then you've cooked me dinner. I don't. That's not my. That's not what I want. I want you know, someone who has got an idea or career or career driven and wants to do things and that is attractive. Okay, so I'm asking this for my single ladies out there. Yeah. Oh, the single ladies. Oh, the single ladies. Oh my God. I just came out, sorry. Um, <laughs> Don't apologize, I love it. Oh my God. <laughs> now you know where I get the singing from. Do you ever go for a cup? Right, when I go for a curry. Mom, we're going off topic. Chicken tikka, I have to go, chicken tikka, you and I know. What's that about? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> back to what I'm, I'm asking you. Meaningful questions. questions. Jesus Christ. Go. So I'm asking for all my single ladies out there because they're probably dying to know where you hang out and what you do and where they can find a man like you. So <laughs> where are the places they should be looking? If you're single, where should they be going around Chelsea? In Chelsea? Yeah. Nowhere. Don't find <laughs> us. We're terrible. No, uh, I think Jack's is a great place. 
really good Jack's, place. I think it's quite cool because you've got a mix of different kind of people and it's like, it's a good vibe, good crowd. Um, and it's not too clubby. So you can well, actually talk to people in there. Don't go in there when there's uh, COVID going around or anything like that because oof, it's got no windows and it <laughs> spreads. I remember there was a big group of us. Yeah, we all Every got time it. we go in there, we all like come out with a lurgy or a sickness <laughs> bug or something. That's great. That's really selling Jack's. Oh yeah, sorry. Actually, it is a really good place. It's yeah. epic. It's great. It's really cool. I'd also, back to our question, I'd also say oh. Raffles is a good place. Oh, no. Uh, it's not a good place. But that is where you're going to find a lot of the main Chelsea cast members. Okay, so, okay, the question is, when, where are you going to find main Chelsea cast members? Yeah, go to Jack's, Raffles, Boa now, which was Chelsea Lodge before, and then maybe... Bluebird? Blue, yeah, Bluebird. Yeah, Bluebird. Oh, my God, summer. Yeah, every day. Aztica, that's a good place. Well, basically on the King's Road. Really. Everything on the King's Road, you're, yeah. Midday, because yeah. no one works, you'll see a few <laughs> cast members. I think you find I yeah. do. <laughs> um, Little stroll. Talking of work, play, and everything else, what's the next five years hold for our beautiful miles? Five years' time, where do you see yourself? Uh, on a yacht working from my laptop, hopefully. That's the Remote working. I like, I like it. We'll yeah. manifest that for you. Uh, yeah, no, I'm quite excited. Got my own production company with um, two other friends. She's working really well. Playtime Productions. Playtime Productions. Yeah, please. Plug Playtime Productions if you're in need of a podcast. It's uh, good. Come to us. So that's really exciting. And then TV projects. There's a few TV things that are happening and um, yeah, looking forward to that. I can't wait. I want to do the Bake Off. You should do the Bake Off. Yeah, 100%. You'd you'd smash it. With poor Hollywood. Yeah. I'd like to prove my buns. (laughs) Please. I did really well this week as well. I did no innuendo threats. I thought they were going to be off the chart with Miles You need here. one. You need one. You're listening to Emily Blackwell's Mother Half. Next up, Dilemmas. Right, guys, should we go on to some dilemmas? Dilemma time. I'm bringing it down a couple of tones. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the ringtone into dilemmas? Yeah, but normally I'm a lot higher, but I've wanted to switch it up. Do you nice. know what? Reptem. Dilemma time. That's not bad, you know. Terrible. That was really good. We, thank you, but thank you for that compliment. You had a bit of treble at the end. I love it. We harmonised last week. Together, oh, that was you? terrible. Please, can I see this? Okay, we'll give it to him. Go on then. Ready, three, two, one. Dilemma time. Oh, well, that, that actually hurt. That really hurt. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Hold your ears, guys. Oh, I apologise if they're now bleeding. Uh, okay, Miles, this is where we answer some dilemmas. Okay. It's a bit of a thing that we do at the end. Love that. We're normally pretty crap at it, but you're good at this stuff, so you'll be able to help us out. Okay. Okay, first one's first. We're going to go in with more relationship stuff, I think, because you're good at You are actually very good at giving advice. This guy keeps popping up in my life and then disappearing. He lures me in by being overly nice. No. What shall I do? Get out now. Run away as fast as you can, because yeah. he is someone who will... Who, who knows he can have you whenever and then he can just disappear and try to find someone who he thinks is better than you. That's the hard reality is basically you're not good enough. You're just good just to be there and maybe have a fling or have, you know, some good sex, whatever it is, but you're not good enough to become a true real girlfriend. Yeah. So he's just going to do that for until you until you say no. You've got to stop that. Harsh but true. It's so true. Well, yeah, and you've got And you're a guy, so you know, because you've probably done it. (laughs) No. Well, we used to call it the the other way around. We'd call it the banker. We'd go, right, just going to text the banker. Yep, he's up for tonight. Yeah. When I was single. You would text someone. Well, the banker. The banker. Yeah. You knew they would come back and you know you'd get a night out. And you know what's funny? Girls have have done it to me where 
I've been super invested thinking, oh, I really want to be in a relationship. And then they disappear. And then a month later, hey, how you been? Sorry, I've been super busy. And you're like, Work and then you friends. go, oh yeah, no, it's absolutely fine. Like, oh, I can't wait to see you. Let me take you out and spend more money. <laughs> and then they disappear again. You know who I'm talking about as well. I know who you're talking about. Oh, yeah. who, you know what? Who? You know who you are. If you're watching this, I really liked you and you really hurt my feelings. <laughs> Oh. oh my god, I thought you said it. you really hurt my fingers then. <laughs> yeah, you really hurt my fingers. <laughs> okay. okay, right, right. Next one. You do it. Next one. Oh, I'm doing the next one. A close friend is jealous I'm in a relationship and very vocal about it, making me resent her. Get her off out. Frenemy, that's known as. That's not a friend. That's a frenemy. Is, is, the, is she being negative on their relationship? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you don't no, want that. No, don't, don't have that. friends You like need that. your champions. Yeah, you need a... Your cheerleader. I think it's hard because sometimes when your friend and your friend who's in a relationship will go through shit and they'll kind of vent to you, and be like, oh, he's done this or she's done this or whatever, then you get angry for them. Mm. And then when they're back together and they're all good, you're like, well, they've done this to you and they don't understand it. So sometimes the advice to do is when you're in a relationship, your arguments, keep them close to you unless you've got a really, really true friend or family. And then when it sorts itself out, you won't have your friends be so negative about that person. It's so true. It's hard to do, but it's it's sometimes better to keep it with yourself and then deal with it yourself and then move forward. So no one knows the ups and downs because friends get really attached and they get really not like I do really like with temps, I get reattached to what's going on with him. So I'm very vocal. And then sometimes when they patch it up, you're like, oh, oh God, I still saw that in course. Yeah. And you never want to say he told you so. Exactly. Yeah. So tricky one. Okay. Right, oh, la- last, dilemma. last dilemma. We like this one. It's made all of us laugh and the gang. <laughs> Do I buy a puppy? I've seen a dog. I've seen it. Seen on Dogs Trust. Worried about the commitment and the cost. So she's seen a cute little puppy on Dogs Trust. I love. I mean, that. I I like this dilemma. I mean, it's uh, it's expensive to have a dog. I think, and a lot to take care. Right, like you've got to bring them to the vet like once a month or something like that. Well, it I. Ollie Locke actually said to me, kids are easier than dogs because kids tend to poo in one place most of the time Yeah, and you can take them everywhere. And it was so true. Dogs, you you can't take everywhere and they shit and piss everywhere. Mm. Take it from someone who's look up yours. You haven't even trained yours. To be fair, I remember when you gave the dog to us when we lived together. No, when we were in Bathsheba. And uh, that dog was feral. It still is. It it would just jump I, in the mud for no reason. No, it barks. It it's got no. Yeah. It's not really that toilet. She's a lully lully girl. However, I am I am actually getting a dog. Oh okay. I'm meeting oh, Uber Shitsu or whatever. No, Uber Shitsu, a Shiba Inu. Oh, <laughs> Shiba Inu. What was that? What it's is it? It's a Japanese dog. Looks like a fox, and it's like this small. Oh, I've seen. They're gorgeous. They're amazing. But their tails go like that. So when? when no, so, uh, sorry, back to the girl. I, I need to wrap up this. Oh, yeah, sorry. Go, 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 go. Yeah, of course. Sorry. Let me wrap up. Get the dog. Um, no, only oh. if you've got all the time to have the dog and you've got the money. Because a dog should only ever be given up if you're dead. Right. Wow. To the point. Deep. I, love, I love that. Right. Round up. Round up. Round up. Round up, guys. This is our last <laughs> episode. We're on our... Last, you're on our finale. We're um, going out with a bang with Miles. I love that. Okay. Are you excited for the next season? Oh. Is there going to be a next season? We hope so. We're manifesting. Everybody's manifesting. All 2,200 we, of yeah, them. Yeah, I, I, I reckon there will. But we want to we wanna know from the listeners, like, who do they want to see on the pod? Mm. This is our first one. We're almost trialing and erroring right now. We're kind of like, what works, what doesn't work, what people are really enjoying listening to, what they aren't so much. 
So yeah, yeah let us let know. us know, please, because we'd love to have your uh, your input. We love all of that. I like that on my YouTube as well. I always ask people what they want to see more of. Because mm. you know, yeah, because we'll give it to you in plentiful loads. Yeah. What do you reckon your favourite eps been, Mum? Yesterday, I binged watched myself. Oh my god! <laughs> you should do a best bits. Get a cut of your best bits yeah. of you, not you, and then uh, put it up as your yeah. season ten, your best bits. Alfie, get on it. That will be that will be great. That'll be really solid. It'll be a little clickbait. People love that. Clickbait for rage. And we can have some like really like you know yeah. magical music in the background. Oh, yeah. This is the moments, the moments oh. we live for, and then it'll yeah. be you and me laughing, and I can see it now slow mo. Stunning stuff. Oh, you can post it 4,000 times and look at it at least 450. Yeah. I think my favourite episode so far, obviously this has been amazing, Thanks. but I did really enjoy our holiday one. That was, I don't know why, but I just loved it. Yes, I did as well. Yeah, I, I, I liked number one because we, we talked so fast and over each other and we were just like two kids in a sweet shop running round. We were also quite drunk, I think, in that one. We weren't drunk. We might have been a little bit lightheaded, squiffy. <laughs> and I'm going on about Chelsea and I'm pouring this champagne and I'm going to surpass them with my own pod. So I think there is just so much more potential of Rachel's, you know... In me, in there's more. the fame, the fame. I'm going to be 53 in March, so we've got to get another series because I need to tell everybody my age again. Uh, okay, it. well, thank oh. you so much, Miles. No worries. Amazing. I've had a lovely little time. Oh, Mum. Mum, I'm going to do the outro. Okay, go on then. You've been listening to episode 10, the series finale of Mother Half Podcast, Emily Blackwell's at the beginning. <laughs> uh, thank you so, so much for listening to us. Again, putting whatever, up with us. Yeah, putting up. No, because you enjoy It's good fun. It's, it's fun. And we love you a lot. And that's that. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, bye guys. See ya. See you soon. <laughs> we love you a lot and that's that. <laughs> <laughs>